I'm Andrea. And I'm Brandy. And we're Sarcastic in Suburbia. Discussing life's everyday annoyances with laughter and sarcasm. Welcome back. We're back. I'd like to say we're back and better than ever. I think, Brandy, I think we found our groove. I really do. And we never talk about our audience like really any more than just, you know, they send us messages and we love that they listen. But I feel like people are finally ready to get back in a routine and listen to podcasts weekly. And I've definitely seen that when I was looking at our podcast episodes. So welcome to all of the new people that are tuning in each week. And of course, to our favorites who have been here since day one. It's nice to have you. Yes. I just want to apologize to the people who have been here since day one. Thank you for sticking with it. Yes. You know what's fun is I had a friend recently say, hey, I'm I'm just now getting into it. I'm just now starting, but I spent the whole weekend listening. And I was like, if you start from the beginning, like just give us like, 10 episodes like really just you know give us a little bit of grace it gets better I promise and she was like shocked she was like no I thought it was great the whole time I was like okay well it gets (laughs) so much better so if you're like mid-season one I promise you like we find our groove we really get it together and it gets so much better so I always put that out there if you're starting from the very beginning which a lot of people like to do including myself it's a little rocky but we figured it out See, and I started doing a thing where I just kind of skip forward about 10 episodes if I'm starting like a new podcast and just start there. And then once I've binged the whole thing, I like to go back then and listen to the first 10 just to see the difference. Because usually like 10 in, it's, you know, there's somewhat of a groove. They've got the tech, like technical difficulties, the audio, like everything is figured out. Give them a fair shake. Start us at 10 and then go back if you want. I completely agree with that. And I also think that you're once you're attached to something or someone, you give them so much more leeway because you love their show or you love what they've put out there. So if if you go back and you're like, woo, like the audio on this one's bad, you're more willing to give that a try because you know it gets better versus if you start from the beginning and you think, is every episode going to sound like this? Because we've talked about it. We Mm -hmm. have both listened to professional podcasts and the audio was horrific. Like hurt your ear, cannot think horrible. Yeah. So I agree. I like that. Start at episode 10, go on from there, and then go back to the beginning once you're like attached to something. Yep. Well, you know, we always make the joke like, I'm so old, but I think I came to the point like of realization that my husband and I are actually old. Um, yesterday he was, he was doing dishes, first of all. So I'm like, I think that's a sign of maturity. Wow. Was this beef, was this after waffle making or just because? Just because. Wow. Okay. I, I think he feels sorry for me because I have uh, <laughs> that I am homeschooling the kids. I think he's like trying to help out more because he's not having to leave the house for work. 
Mm-hmm. And so he's just home more. And since the kids are home all the time and he's home, there's like way more dishes. There's just way more clutter and stuff out all the time. And so I think he's just trying to make an effort. But we are old now because he was doing the dishes and he he went to the store a couple days ago and unbeknownst to me, he bought like a gallon jug of cottage cheese. I don't think it's a gallon. But have you seen, like, they're the huge tubs of cottage cheese. I know what you're talking about. Yep. He's obsessed with cottage cheese. And our kids are obsessed with cottage cheese. So I don't buy it because, like, the regular size tubs is gone in a sitting. So I just don't buy it because it's not like it's cheap. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so he went to the store, bought this giant tub of cottage cheese... And him and my son finished it in, like, three days. And he was, like, looking at this tub and, like, putting the lid on and off. It was empty. He was like, I think I'm going to wash this out and keep it. I was like, okay, okay, what are you going to do with it? He was like, I think I'm going to spray paint it black and put my weightlifting chalk in it. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I think that's 100% check mark you are now old yeah oh my gosh yes my mom used to do this with the uh the country crock butter mm-hmm. all the time i would get so irritated i would get up in the morning to make toast and i'm like okay yeah i get out the butter and i'd open it up and there'd be like a soup or there would be chili or something and you know how picky i am of an eater and i'm like gagging like i can't believe this i was looking for butter and this is what i got definitely thought my parents were super old for doing that that's hilarious and I did not start doing that until, like, quarantine or slightly before quarantine. And so I don't know if it's just, like, all of a sudden I'm our grandparents from the Depression and we're, um, like, saving everything or what it is. Maybe I just, maybe quarantine has just made me old. Or maybe I was just headed that way and I got pushed over the edge. I don't know. But I also have a bag of recycling where before I was not very good at, re- like we would use, we would recycle if our trash can was full, like the big one, the big mm-hmm. trash tub. If that was full, then we quote unquote recycle. But now I like, ha- I like clean things out and I'm like saving it in a big trash bag and I'm, the kids dig around in it and find things to make crafts out of like I'm like an old granola hipster grandma now (laughs) I get it I get it I feel like I do the same thing we've done that we've been on the recycling train for a long time anything we can possibly recycle we do and really I would say that's two reasons yes it's because it's good to recycle and it makes me feel good knowing things aren't just going straight in the trash But a piece of it, too, is that we have more trash than anyone I have met in my entire life. I do not understand. I promise you, we empty out our kitchen trash, a big kitchen trash, once a day. Yep. Why? Why do we have that much trash? What is happening? Are there people coming in here and just throwing things away? I don't understand. But then I also realized part of getting old, I think, is that. I and my kids use an obscene amount of paper towels, 
obscene. Like it is ridiculous. We are just wasting, wasting, wasting and paper plates. We get paper plates for everything. You want it? You want some uh, fruit? We don't get a bowl. You should get a bowl, put the fruit in it. No, we get paper plates, put our fruit on it. We then we don't want to use the same paper plate. So we put our lunch on a new paper plate. It's we have more, we have too much trash. So part of my recycling is because if I didn't recycle, my trash bin would be full like day two. Yeah. No, and, and that, I, I find that like we're always filling up our big trash can. And then when we like wheel the trash, da- the trash can down to the driveway, no one else's lid is like propped up because the <laughs> trash can is so full. I'm like, what are these people doing? How do they have no trash? They're still families of four and five. I, like, what are you, burning your trash in the backyard? I, I'm confused. I agree. Oh my gosh. When you said that with the propped up lid, that's always us. And lately it has been so windy. And so I'm trying to push down the trash on trash day so that the lid doesn't fly up all the way and all my trash just start flying everywhere. I feel like I'm out there putting my body weight on the top of the trash bin just to get it to close all the way. And everybody else, even my neighbor, this is how bad it is. Even my neighbor's like, oh, we have plenty of room. Do you need to put some stuff in ours? Okay, you know what? I thank you for the offer. I'm good. I'm just going to put my body weight on the top of this one. I think I'll be okay. What is happening? Why do we have this much trash? They must be burying it in the backyard. That I mean, like you're either burning it in your burn, like a burn pit, or you're burying it somewhere. I don't understand how people don't have more trash. Me either. I don't understand it either. But I also think to myself, paper plates were not a thing in my family until I was like middle school, high school aged. We always used real dishes for everything. And we didn't have a dishwasher. We were the dishwashers. So I remember being like, oh, if this is the plate I'm using for my snack, I'm keeping it. I'm going to put my lunch on it because I don't want to wash it twice. Like I remember thinking like that. Please, our family of four, we'll go through 20 paper plates in a day. Like what is happening? And the paper towels, they're not cheap. Paper towels are not cheap. We're not a napkin family. I feel like people feel very strongly one way or the other. We are a paper towel family and we go through so many. It's ridiculous. That's what makes me feel old is how much trash we have. I love paper towels, but I'm very picky about like some people are my husband's picky about toilet paper. I am picky about paper towels. Don't don't pick up junky paper towels because what is even the point you're going to use twice as many I want good paper towels actually it's on my list the next time I go to Costco that's my favorite way to buy them because lately I've just been buying them at Walmart it's such a pain to buy a small quantity I'm with you buy the good ones because we go, we use them enough. It'd be different if it was like, oh, we're keeping them just for like garage use. No, we're using them in our house every single day. And I swear every time I look over or go to get a paper towel, there are none left. Because that's another thing. No one in my house knows how to replace anything that's missing. Like mm-hmm. if it's gone, replace it. You know where all the stuff is kept. Today, went to go get a paper plate. There are none left. Fine. Went to go get a replenishment. Someone didn't tell me they used the last bit of it. And so now we have no paper plates. So we'll be using real plates, which is annoying to me. 
Yeah, we growing up, did we have paper? We we did have paper plates, but we only weirdly only used paper plates in the summer. And it was the really really cheap thin cardboard one no cardboard ones and then my mom had these plastic um like paper plate holders so it was like a plate of plastic and you'd like put your paper plate on it to make it more sturdy Mm -hmm. maybe that's what i need to buy because those would be way cheaper those really thin ones are way cheaper but they're too flimsy like you need the the little plastic thing I know exactly what you're talking about. I forgot. Like, we had those too. I totally forgot about those. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. And I know people are like, you should just be using, like, a towel to wipe up and not paper towels or a washcloth. But guess this is what I think. I would like somebody to do a study. How much energy and resources it takes to make paper towels versus you using a washcloth or a towel and then having to do all of that laundry because you can't use one let's say you use one washcloth you can only use that once a day like one washcloth a day we just got into this conversation no lie last night because we were talking about our paper towel use and my husband finds it obscene the amount of paper towels we use but I said I can't use a washcloth because I feel like if I wash the dishes with it, it is dirty. And he's like, well, that's when you wash the wash rag. Like you wash it by hand in the sink. I'd have to do that so many times. I wiped up jelly one time, washed the wash rag. I wiped up barbecue sauce another time, washed the wash rag. The amount of, like, I feel like my hands would be like blistering because I'd be washing wash rags. I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to do. So instead, even when I I have a countertop spray that I love, when I spray the countertops and I wipe them down, I spray them, I leave it for about 30 seconds, and then I go back with the clean paper towel and in one fatal swoop, I get all of that stuff off versus a wash rag where I continually have to keep washing it in between things that I wipe down. I'm sorry. I just don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm like wiping, wiping my counter off like five times a day. Same. It it just, yeah, I already have to do a lot of laundry, let alone just like, like towels and stuff from everywhere. So if I was not using paper towels and just having to use towels or washcloths, to, first of all, I don't even, I'd have to buy more washcloths. So there's that expense. I'd end up be up. I'd end up buying more soap. Like dish soap, because I'm using it to, and then more laundry soap, and then I'm using more water, because I'm using water to wash them in the washing machine, and using more water in the sink. I mean, I think we need a scientist to like study this and come up with the answer. I think I'm actually going to do my own experiment at home. I am going to keep a Walmart sack in my kitchen. And I am going to see in one day of normal use how many paper towels I, myself, not my family, I use a day. I bet you it is half a roll. I'm not joking. It's so bad. But I love paper towels and for all the reasons that you just said. And I don't don't think it would change my mind even if a scientist was like, oh no, actually it's better to do it this way. 
I still am like pretty stuck in my ways about it. But I also think that as someone who does all of the wiping down of the countertops, the table, the floors, the um, kitchen cabinets, it's much easier for me to say what's easy because I'm the one that has to do the work. You're telling me, oh, you should do it like this. Okay, buddy, if you want to do it like that, be my guest. Other than that, you're going to watch me use a lot of paper towels. Yep. No, I agree. I, I, I don't even want to know how many paper towels a day I use. And I'm the only one using paper towels in our house. And I use uh, a lot. But paper towels for the win. And not at all like they would care. But, you know, Bounty is the yes. best paper towel by far. I mean, I've tried them all. And you, if you find this conversation, like, crazy, then you, you're not old enough. You're not old. Yeah. Yes. So if you made it through and you're like, gosh, this is this seems like a wreck. It's coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not there this yet. This will be the paper towels will be the highlight of your life before long. <laughs> it's that is so true because it happened quick. I swear. Just last week, you know, I was like out gallivanting the neighborhood on my bicycle, doing a little now and then type of scene and fast forward to a paper towel conversation. It happens <laughs> quick. Yeah. I need a quick update from you because I have been thinking about you, praying for you, asking my husband how it went. So I have to get, I know that you're going to have lots more information over the weeks, but I have to get an initial, how did the first two days of school go homeschooling? Um, for two of the kids, they like get it that they just need to get in there, do their work have me look over it, um, and get done. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one child who will not be named, but she thro- <laughs> <laughs> throws a fit. Like, every time I ask her to do anything, I'm like, you just look, just copy this down. That's all, that, that's all they're asking you to do. Like, just copy it. They're wanting you to work on your handwriting. One sheet that had four things to copy on it. And it took her an hour. And she was getting mad because her brothers were being too loud, according to her. But she's, like, in, like, on her desk, like, moving the desk and making all these noises and then throwing a fit. And she did it. On the first day also. But I was just like, take it and go to your room. Like, get it done. And we still, though, yesterday we took the full, like, two and a half hours. I tried to keep us on track and, you know, do this, 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 and this. And today, they just, like, figured out, like, okay, I'm just going to get my stuff done. And we were done in, like, an hour and a half. Which I'm like, ah, no, probably shouldn't be. I mean, it should. We should be doing more. But there, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like the school day normally there's so much stuff that they're doing. There's so much filler. There's yeah. so much filler time. And we're technically we're just cutting all of that out, and then just getting to the meat of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and, and I also think, like, give yourself grace. This is the first couple of days. Let them get in a routine and then really start doing things that, like, yes, these were your assignments, but here are some other things that if you were in school, they would be asking you to do in addition to just these things. So give yourself a little bit of time. You'll you'll figure it out. And I, I figured, too, like, the first week of school, they don't do anything except for, like, get-to-know-you things. And so we've already skipped that. So we're, like, on the second week of school already, and we're only two days in. Yeah, that's right. That's a, I like it. I like your outlook. That's a great way to look at it. I will say, if anyone ever doubts that a mother knows her children better than anyone else in the world, this is proof. You said... What was going to happen before it ever happened? You said, I know my kids will be fine. They'll probably enjoy it, but I will have one that will sit there forever and make it way more complicated than it needs to be. And it's just the way it's going to be. You called it before it happened. It happened. I also feel like, number one, you knew it was going to happen. But two, why get yourself stressed out? You know her personality. You knew that was coming. So you might as well deal with it and move on with your life yeah I'm like how did you act in school that she always got like a good report like (laughs) what were you doing this whole time at school like I'm confused anyway I just it's just maybe she's just going to have to do her work in her room alone yeah I mean until she figures it out and I think you know what Brandy have her do that a few times and she will be lonely enough and feel left out enough that she'll get it together yeah, I, I think I'm also going to have to have like a classroom reward system. That's a good idea. You have to. Your kids, I mean, for your oldest one, he knows better. But for your two younger ones, that's what works. That's what works for young kids is being able to get something for acting the way that they should be acting in the first place. Yeah. So anyways, okay, well, you're alive to tell the tale. So it couldn't be horrendous. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, I look forward to an update next week after you have a full week oh. of school and what that looks like. I'm def- Seriously, we are going to be doing a homeschool minute because I have got to hear about this. I'm just intrigued. I found this article on BuzzFeed um, called 14 Awkward Things That People Do That We Don't Talk About. And I was just sitting there laughing out loud. And then I found other articles the same kind of thing and I'm just like sitting there giggling to myself because it is so true and it it made me also realize that if other people are saying these things and that it makes them feel awkward that maybe I'm not as awkward as I think I am I think that's safe I think it's safe there are certain it was just like when we said last week what's something that everybody looks funny doing we're all awkward in our own ways. That's why when someone says someone's weird, I'm, I always, before, I would say that too. And now I'm like, we're all weird. I'm weird. I do weird things. I can name weird things that I do. Like, as long as we own our weird and admit that we all have those tendencies, we'll be all right. Yeah. But I'm curious, what's on the list? What's the 14 things? Well, I just pick, I kind of picked and choose, chose, choose chose some that I just thought were funny. So I just picked some that I kind of um, gravitated towards and totally agreed with. So these came from BuzzFeed, um, Brightside, some website, and then Bored Panda. 
Um, and the first one, I feel so hard. Uh, people singing happy birthday to you. That's awkward. Like, what What are you supposed to be doing during that time? I'm always like, I didn't know what to do with my hand. I just end up usually staring into my cake. Like, staring at the candles. I agree. I, I ne- You know what's funny? I never thought about it. I don't make eye contact with anyone who's singing to me. No. That's Why weird. would you? That would be strange. Oh, that's weird. I think a piece of it is... It might be easier for our family because usually someone is taking a video of you like with your cake and with your candles. And so it seems easier to make eye contact with the phone knowing you're being videoed than what am I supposed to do with all these people who are singing to me? I never thought about it until right now. Oh, well, maybe I need to learn to do that because most of the time I'm either just like staring at my candles or I'm like nervously glancing around but not making eye contact with anyone. It's so awkward. And to go along with that, there was one. It just made me laugh so hard, partly because of the picture that went along with it. It was a cat and it was like the surprised face that cats make. And it, um, when you open a birthday card and you're pretending not to notice the money that's in it. So you're like <laughs> pretending to read the card, but you're really just looking at the money on the inside of it. And I'm like, that, I, 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 I feel that one too. Because then that you're like is... trying to like hold it so it's not like falling out of the card. And mm-hmm. you're, you're not really reading it. You're just trying to see how much you got. That's really funny. And actually, you're, that is so true. First of all, that is so true. Second of all, I always wondered why they didn't put a pocket on the back of the card so that someone could get through the whole card without having to move anything. That includes notes. Like some people give you a card, but like maybe somebody important to you passed away. So they want to write you a note. Don't take out the note and read the card. Like, why not have like a back pouch that has anything that you would want to add to the card, including a gift card, money, or just a regular note? Well, I have a solution to that. Actually, my grandma has a solution to that. She thinks it's hilarious, which now we do too. She buys cards only that have like, when you open them, like the inside, there's like another piece of paper. Does that make sense? Like, that's like a double... So there's the card and then inside, like, it's fancy. It's like a fancy Mm -hmm. card with, like, a double piece of paper. Well, she'll fold up the money and hide it somewhere in the card. Oh, And then so you'll open the card and you'll read it and there's nothing in there. And she'll be like, is that it? And so then you have to, like, go on a scavenger hunt for the money. That's really funny. But I like it because you got through the whole thing. You didn't feel awkward or like disappointed, you know, like sometimes if your grandparents usually give you $50 and then this year you open up and there's a five spot in there. I mean, you're a kid. You're going to be like, what What happened? I think you left out another zero at the end of that one. So it is awkward. I think the next time I'm just going to pull out the money and like wave it and be like, thank you. (laughs) And just like make it real awkward for everyone else. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, or or it's like, um, this reminds me, Have I'm sure you've been to like a bridal party or a, um, a baby shower and someone's writing down the gifts, right, what someone got. Well, if someone gets you a gift card, all you have to say is Target gift card. 
I have been at, at these showers before where someone's like, um, a $30 to here, $20 to here. I'm like, don't say what people don't put the amount of no. money. I don't say that out loud. Yeah. They'll know the person who's opening it knows it's super awkward. So I'm like, just say Target gift card. Like, just stop doing that. And it's not because I'm embarrassed about my gift. It's because people give what they can. And you don't want to ever make anybody feel badly for giving $15 when someone way down the line in their life gave a hundred. Like it doesn't matter. But oh, that's awkward. Those things are awkward to me too. I've also been to showers where they'll be like, who is that? How do you spell that? How do you spell their name? How, how do you spell pack and play? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, just write it down. Like, no one cares. Yes. Just as long as, I've also had it, I've also seen, like, people write it down, though, and you can't read their handwriting. Yes, that has I'm happened, like, too. I, 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 I can't, or, like, when people sign cards, and you're trying to go back through, and you can't read the name on the card. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen. That's really like, um, is that Shirley with an S or a C? Don't she knows who Shirley is? She'll figure it out. You just keep on writing. Like that's all you need to do is keep on writing. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Well, this next one I feel like happens every single time I go to the store. And when I read it, I'm like, oh my god. Like breathing a sigh of relief that it's not just me that feels like this. Um that anxious kind of freaking out feeling when you're done checking out and they give you your receipt and sometimes like if you play with cash they give you your change but they give you your card back if they're handing your card but even if you swipe it yourself that anxious feeling of trying to shove your card or your money back in your wallet because the next person's coming up Mm -hmm. and it's just like no I just want to take my time and casually put my card and my stuff in like it's it's in the right spot yeah and it's worse with money or change Mm -hmm. but I always just feel like I'm like shoving it in there so to get out of the way okay so people don't do this anymore but I remember being at the store with my mom and she kept a check book register Uh of every dime that she spent and I did this for years she taught me how to do it I did it for years I don't do this anymore but she would stand right there at like the price chopper line or Walmart and she would do the math. She would write down what she just spent at Walmart and and she was very good at math so it didn't take her long at all. I was mortified. I had helped her put all of the groceries in the cart so the cart's already packed up. She gets her receipt. She has a place for the receipt in her big in her big chunky um, billfold that she had. It had like three different fold out things it was ridiculously large and she would write down her amount at walmart and then do the math from her total i was mortified i'm like can we do this in the car like can we just get out of here and i already told you then we'd load up get in the car she'd start it and then she would go line by line of her receipt and make sure everything was priced right and if it was not she went back inside the store and got her money back or paid them more if they did not charge her enough. No joke. It was horrible going to the store with her because I was so embarrassed about how much time she would take and how people were looking at us. Now, if you see somebody with a checkbook, you're like, 
<sighs> yes. Like, yes. You don't ever see anybody with a checkbook. Like, the only time I ever see people is, like, at Price Chopper. Because I think, like, that's where our older people shop is Price Chopper. I don't know. That's the only place I ever see it. That's crazy. My mom would always just put the, the tickets in her checkbook. And then, like, at the end of the week or the end of the month or something, she'd write it out. That's funny. I feel like I should make my kids learn how to write checks. I mean, they probably don't need to, but I just feel like I (laughs) want to make them do that. When I was younger, I thought writing a check was so fancy. Yeah, I thought it was cool. So cool. So, so cool. Oh, my gosh. Well, this next one I thought was interesting. um, And I had trouble with it until we started this podcast. Um, when you hear your voice on a recording and you just want to apologize to anyone you've ever talked to in your life. Yep. That's how I feel when people would be like, oh, you left me a voice message and they'd put it on speaker. Like we'd be with a group. I'm like, don't play my voice message out loud. Yeah. And they'd say, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say something that you don't want everybody to hear? Yeah. My voice. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's so awkward. My voice, I feel like on recordings, which is probably too true, and I apologize for people who enjoy listening to our podcast because I unfortunately have to hear my voice, but I feel like I'm very nasally, so it's like, hi guys, like, <laughs> welcome to our podcast. I also have like a strange kind of lisp, <laughs> which is maybe I that's for my... Nodded. Like, maybe that's where my son gets his lisp from. His is really cute, though. But, yeah, it's it's painful. Oh, my gosh, it's funny. And for me, when I hear my voice, like, right now, through these headphones, I feel like I have a deep voice for a girl. And then when I hear the podcast, I'm like, uh, is Elle Woods on there right now? Like, why am I talking like that? That's so annoying. Why do I have such a high-pitched like girly voice but in my head it does not sound anything like that yes yeah I agree my voice sounds way deeper to myself than it does on a recording sometimes I'm like I would love to do like voiceover work like we already have the microphones and I'm gonna get on Fiverr and make some money and then you get on Fiverr and you see the people that do the voiceover work and you're like, yeah, they don't sound like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I, like, I, I guess I cannot do that as a profession. Hey, maybe somebody would like a squeaky, nasally voice. You know what? It worked for the chipmunks. Yeah. I, Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the, so the next one kind of has to do with the store again, the grocery store. I feel like this is when this happens the most, but... You see someone that you kind of know, like someone in, from high school that you weren't like friends with, but you knew who they were, or somebody from, I don't know, some place that you, you technically know them, but you don't know them, and maybe you know their name, and maybe you don't, nine times out of ten, I don't know their name, and you have to decide. There's like a moment where you have to decide to say hi or not. And you also have to decide, first of all, either to make eye contact or not. So you see someone and you're like, oh, I know that person. This is what I always do. Oh, I see someone. 
Don't look at them. Don't make eye contact. Maybe they won't see you. Pretend you don't see them. And I know that's wrong. <laughs> because it's not like we're going to have a 20-minute conversation in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But I probably don't know your name. And so I don't want to embarrass myself and be like, hi there, guy. I don't know. I just... Hey, you pal. I just... It's so... That makes me feel so awkward. Okay, let me one-up you. How about the times where you see someone waving at you and you're looking and you're like, do I know them? And so you don't know what to do, but they're consistently waving. And you're, you don't want to seem rude, so you do what a nice person would do. And you awkwardly wave back until you realize they were never waving at you. They were waving at the person behind you. And then you're like waving and mid-wave you see the person say, oh my gosh, I didn't even see you. And they meet up and you're like, I'm just going to go die now. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is just so awkward when that happens to me it is like traumatizing I'm like why why does that happen so now when someone waves at me or I think they do the first thing I do is look behind me yep and if I don't see anybody I'm like they're waving <laughs> they're waving at me if I see somebody I'm like oh yeah I was just gonna see if I needed something from you know aisle 12 which I know I don't need because I just passed that aisle but I'm pretending because I'm trying to keep it cool I feel like that happens an abnormally large percent of the time to me like I feel like that's happened a lot and maybe it doesn't maybe it happens to people as much as it does me I just it's ugh. another do you wave do you actually wave back or do you look behind you like what do you do have you it been depends on in the and... moment I've done both <laughs> like if I'm feeling like real friendly I'll just start waving <laughs> and then the person just like walks past me most of the time, though, I'm, like, glancing around. Ugh. Yeah, that one is awful. Another so one. Bad. There's so many in the grocery store, and I don't, I don't know why. I think it's just Brandy, me. Brandy, this is why you and I shop with headphones in the grocery store. Yes. To avoid the awkwardness that is all of these moments. Well, one of the worst ones that happens, like, literally every time I go to the, go to the store. You are just quickly wanting to go in, do your shopping, leave. I mean, no one, I don't know who wants to hang out in a grocery store. No one. But there's always a point in a trip where you are shopping and whatever it is you need, someone is already standing in front of it and they're just standing there staring. And it's like, it's, it's mushrooms. There's only like four kinds of mushrooms. There's whole ones and chopped ones and big fancy ones. Just pick it and move out of the way. But they're not. They're just like standing there for an awkward amount of time. Um, like I have a list. When I go to the store, I have a list. And I get what I need and I get out. I mean, I guess if my husband went, that's probably how he shopped. I bet he pissed off a lot of people at the grocery store shopping. Because he didn't know where anything was, and he probably stood around reading all the labels. But, like, what do you do in that moment? Like, you're just standing there, awkward. I don't want to be, excuse me, 
So I just usually look at something next to the thing I need, and I just stand there, and I just stand there, and <laughs> like block an aisle looking at something I don't need until Jim Bob gets out of the way with the mushrooms. Is there anything more awkward than staring at something next to what you actually need? I do that all the time. It's And what my hope is, I guess this is why we do it. My hope is if I'm in a close enough vicinity of looking at something next to what I want, the person will say, oh, I'm sorry, am I taking up where you want? And then I'm like, oh, ah. And then I'm like, oh, here they are. And it was right dead in front of them. That's my hope. And it happens, I'll say, 40% of the time. 60% of the time, the person doesn't even know I'm alive. They have no idea that there is another human that is counting on them to choose between sour cream and onion and nacho cheese. And honestly, if you can't decide, get both. It's a pandemic. No one is judging you. But get out of my way. I have noticed that a large percentage of the people that are standing and staring are men. (laughs) And so I don't know. And I mean, for the most part, it's older men also. So I don't know. Maybe it's just they're not used to being in the store. So I don't know. I think I'm just being judgy. But that drives me nuts. And you're going the grocery store. You're navigating the grocery store. I don't want to skip an aisle and have to come back I'm trying to do one round and get out it's like how fast can you do it like supermarket sweep style that's what I want to do I want to just run and just start grabbing stuff and throwing it in the cart so you're messing up my flow like I'm on a mission and if I have to skip aisle 11 and go back it's really gonna jack with everything else I have to get so please move and if you don't know what you want just back up yep um This next one I saw on all three lists and every time I read it, it just made me feel good that I am not the only one. I keep saying that, but it was like, it was like a, when I first read that BuzzFeed article, it was like, I am being validated in my awkwardness and I have to share this with everyone. So again, it goes with shopping. Most of the time it's when you like at a, clothing store or when you're looking for something specific and you go in they don't have what you need and so you leave without buying anything the entire time I'm thinking I'm innocent I'm innocent I didn't steal anything don't think I stole anything please the beeper thing I'm like please don't go off like it's going to since I don't have anything. But I was like, I am not the only one that thinks that. Like, I always think that someone from the store is going to be like, oh, excuse me, did you need anything? Nope, nope, mm -mm, nope, nope, nope. Didn't take anything. Nope, just didn't find what I needed. No, I do that too. And you know where it's the worst is in small shops. In small... um, (laughs) Like boutiques? Yes. I hate going in those places and not buying anything I especially if it's not busy and the owners they're always so nice hi how are you today how's the weather blah blah and they get to talking to you oh well you know these are the sales we have going on this is where you can find this and you're just like okay and you realize very quickly in some of those it's just not your style it's mm-hmm. not that this stuff is bad it's just not what you would buy then I'm like, we had this whole conversation about the weather and about whatever else. And I felt like we bonded. And I'm like, you don't want to buy anything because I don't like any of your stuff. Like, and I'm not trying to be rude. But then I'm like, maybe like, um, you know what? I'll take a water. Like, I don't know. 
do. So I'm like, maybe I should just buy a water, but I have a water in the car and I just feel bad about not spending any money. I oh it's bad it is so bad but I'm with you on the not making a beeping noise I do that too I feel like uh, I can all empty my purse here make sure make sure everybody knows I didn't steal anything like it's so awkward in the small boutiques it's almost easier if they just don't talk to you but kind of side eye you like that's almost better than the small talk and then you not buying anything you're, oh, like, it's bad. Like, just, you can watch me and think I'm going to steal something. Like, you can be, like, think I'm shady. Like, that's fine. Just don't talk to me. Or if it's not busy, you continue to do what you're doing. So if you're putting away clothes, continue to do that. Because then I feel like you're just watching me yeah. and, and watching me judge the things that you have. And I'm sure my facial expression is like, oof, this is expensive. There's sometimes I go in there, I'm like, oh, this is so cute. And I look at the price tag, I'm like, Never. I will yeah. never spend $90 on a t-shirt. That's never going to happen. Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, this ain't for me. Yeah. I don't want you to watch. I don't want your. To, I don't want you to see my face when I'm judging your stuff. So if you could just continue to work in the background, that would be great. I would love to see what I look like when I'm telling myself to act natural. It probably is not natural. It's probably like a cross between like a robot and somebody who's got a corn cob up their butt. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not, I'm not stealing anything. Oh my gosh. That's really funny. But you're right. Act natural. Nobody will notice. Nobody will notice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's really, it's instead, it's alarming to everyone. Like she's trying to act natural. Something's <laughs> happening. Something's going down aisle five. Like, it's just if you so tell weird. yourself to act natural, it's just, it's bad. It's gone downhill. Yeah. It really um, has. The next one. I have done pretty much every time I walk up a hill or walk upstairs, I am doing this. If there's someone else around, you walk up some stairs or you walk up a hill and you pretend like you're trying so hard to not breathe hard so that the other person doesn't think you're dying. Like, you just, just like walking up, you know, like some people are like, <sighs> And then when I'm by myself, I'm like, like going up the stairs. But when there's someone else, especially if it's not like a kid or a spouse or something, it's just a random person. You're like, like little short little breaths as quiet as possible. So they can't tell you're dying. Yep. I do that with stairs. Oh my gosh. It was horrible. That's so horrible when you have to go up a big flight of stairs. And for me, it's not even so they don't think I'm dying. It's because I'm embarrassed that I'm this out of shape. They're probably like going, you know, and I even tell myself as I'm doing it, like walk, walk upright. Like don't be slunched over. Don't look like, don't look like you're having some kind of attack. Like you can, you can be strong in doing that. Oh my. And then really what I'm doing is like inhaling very, very deeply. And then I'm like, try to pretend on my on my phone that I don't know where I'm going. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to pause over here once I get to the top of the stairs to make sure that oh, oh, you know what? I don't think this was the right floor. Oh, wait, yeah, it was. I do this whole conversation with myself, this fake conversation so that I can get a breather. Like that's embarrassing. Oh, I and this is like I would love to hear from other people. Like is this like normal natural I feel like if I had this conversation with my husband, he's like, no, none of these things. And half of it is because 
he just doesn't have like the self-talk constantly like that anxious self-talk that I have but I think Mm -hmm. also like he is an outgoing dude and I think that plays a lot into it too I'll have to show him this list and see if he like connects with any of it probably not but it'd be interesting I feel like my husband would be like oh I could do all of those things in the grocery store and fart really loud and not be embarrassed. (laughs) Or I feel like he would say something sarcastic, like, you want to clear people out of this aisle? Drop a bomb. Like, just totally inappropriate. And he would not care. You know, what is so funny is that I, yesterday, I told my husband, I was like, oh my gosh, this article is so funny. It's like 14 awkward things everyone does, but nobody wants to talk about. And he was like, what, like farting? (laughs) like that's the first place they go every single time every time there will be times where we're at the grocery store and we're you know i'm like okay let's divide and conquer we really want to like get it done and i'll come to his aisle with the couple of things i needed on the opposite um side of the store and as i as i come down his aisle he'll be at the end of it like giving me this sign not to come down (laughs) he's just crop dusted the entire aisle yes and it's like an aisle we need nothing from so he (laughs) totally so he just totally goes in the aisle to blow it up (laughs) i think i can count on one hand the amount of times i farted in a grocery store and i feel like my husband does that everywhere every time and the thing that makes me mad like at least okay yes i'm embarrassed of that but at least he's telling me like "Uh uh-uh don't come down here it's not safe (laughs) i appreciate that what kills me is if we're in the same aisle and he walks away and then and leaves it to for you just like a little present yes and then someone else comes me out i'm like oh no that george you tell this kind gentleman that you just did that your wife did not have a foul smell like that that's not fair that's not right like i feel like you need to plead my case i'm like no he ate eggs it wasn't me like it was just so ridiculous so i don't think he would be phased by any of these things but definitely we'll have to ask him well there's a good upside to the mask situation because you can't really smell much through them. True, except for your own nasty breath. And I don't yes. know about you, but I've been oh my I've been gosh. brushing my teeth ten times a day. Because I'm like, well, oh, I just brushed my teeth. Why does my Why does my breath smell like that? I know. I get so mad at myself if I like take coffee with me in the car somewhere, and then I show up and I put on a mask, and I'm like, dang it, why did I do that? And I'm like sucking coffee breath in for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. There that was, was co- a that was a good laugh, Brandy. I needed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this one happens all the time, and it's always in like like icebreaker situations or like work things where they're like, "What's your favorite this or that?" And the question's always like, "What's your favorite song?" Like people expect you to have one song that you just carry around in your back pocket to like whip out and be like, this one song expresses my entire life and it's my favorite. 
And I don't like to do that anyways, Brandy, because most likely they're not going to agree. And so don't rain on my parade or make me think twice about the song that I chose. We're, we most likely do not have the same taste in music. So if I'm like, this is my favorite song, like the, out of all the songs in the world, that that's the one? <sighs> Why'd you even ask me then? What's the point if you're just going to make me feel bad about it? And I don't, I don't. I don't understand. Well, like, what what are you trying to gain out of asking that question? I think I'm just going to pick a song. I'm just going to pick one and I'm going to say it. I'm going to, uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick Gangster's Paradise. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be like, oh, why is that your favorite song? And I'll just be like, I mean, just, it's like my life story. <laughs> and we're just going to leave it at that. You know, like something snarky. Where it's like, you shouldn't have asked me that question to begin with. You're going to get a stupid answer. And I also feel like people who ask that question have a song in their arsenal that they think that everybody loves. You know what I mean? It like, they're, all of a sudden they're like, the Beatles. Or like something that is like so well respected. And you're like, okay, you only asked me so that you can seem very artsy fartsy about your choice. I like um, Mozart's Sonata Number Ten, um, exactly. and also Beethoven's um, the one in F minor. <laughs> like, I just I don't. And the same thing I feel like goes with movies. But I think it's a little easier to pick a favorite movie than it is a favorite song. Although that's still a tough one. Like, I are, I have one that I always say. And it's not like I'm like, every week I want to watch this movie. But I still think that's a, a little easier. I think with music, it's like, whatever. I mean, I could have a favorite song today that I hate tomorrow. Or one that I, like, jam at in the morning. But in the evening, I like something different. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's hard. It's different if you ask someone, like, genre. Like, what types of movies are your favorites? Do you like romance? Do you like sci-fi? That's fine. Even with music, that's fine. But, like, don't, like, make me pick one one thing. Although I can finally name my favorite movie, which we've already gone over. It's A League of Their Own, 100%. Like, my favorite movie of all time. But it's because I've actually put thought into that. It didn't just, like, come to me overnight. So, I agree. That's It's awkward when you're like, eh, you know what? I'm really open-minded. I like all sorts of music. Like, that's everybody's answer. So, whatever. Yeah. Well, I had one more. All Um, right, shoot. And this is less an awkward thing and just a random thing that I think we all do, but nobody ever talks about it. Well, my husband and I talk about it. Because most of the time it happens when I'm in the car, which is slightly scary. Um, When you're just driving and you're thinking... And you're going over a list of things you have to do or whatever. And then all of a sudden you kind of snap out of it and realize you've gone through like four stoplights. And you're like, well, I sure hope those were green because I don't remember what color they were. And I also don't know how I'm 10 miles down the road. Yep. Yep. That's happened to me before. That has absolutely happened to me before. It's so scary when that happens, especially if it's a longer drive. Like you've been in the car for 20 minutes and you don't remember getting on the highway. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be driving. My husband will be like, was that light green? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not driving. You're the one driving. Pay attention. But I do the same thing. I know. Zone out. It happens. Well, that's it. That's my list. I think this goes to show everyone 
No matter who you are, you are just as awkward as all of the rest of us. I agree. That wraps up another episode of Sarcastic in Suburbia. We love hearing about how much you all are enjoying each episode. Because of that, we highly encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews, the more likely other sarcastic listeners like yourselves will be able to find us. Are you following us online yet? You can find us on Instagram at Sarcastic in Suburbia Pod and on Facebook at Sarcastic in Suburbia Podcast. Use the hashtag share the sarcasm when posting about the podcast so other listeners can find your posts. Is there a specific topic you want us to cover? We want to hear from you. Contact us on our social media pages or feel free to send us an email at sarcasticinsuburbia at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to hashtag share the sarcasm with friends. Remember that on Wednesdays we wear pink. And listen to Sarcastic and Suburbia. Bye. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.